It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Well, now that no one's talking. Can I, can I present you guys with something before? What? Are we live? Yeah, we're, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are live. What do you okay. mean present us with something? Just to set the vibe today. He's, oh, you're about to set the vibe? He's going to kill us. What okay. are you going to do, man? He's reaching into his bag. It's really uh, scary. He's got a giant gun. Oh, it's a knife it attached to the giant gun. I thought today I'd bring... Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> go, go, Here's one. Here's one for you for right now. And I'm, I'm going to need these back. Oh. These aren't to keep. Oh, oh. That's fine. That's completely you're fine. Gonna, you're Billy. Because you got the glasses. What? I wanted to be Billy so bad. And I'm going to have to be Tommy. Just... That's fine. Yeah, no, you're definitely the leader. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't. OG leader, new leader, for show the beta. <laughs> Billy this was. This is cathartic. <laughs> this is. I'm going to put him right here. unfortunately closeted. That's why he couldn't be himself. I just. Where do we put these? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. The, the next 15 is... minutes is us trying to pose these <laughs> figures. Honestly, I think I won. That's pretty this is good. great. That's pretty good. Um. Thank um, for you, Chris. you, welcome, Chris Perry. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome baddies. Thank you welcome. guys for having me again, dude. You, would so you like long. to? Would you like to welcome the baddies to the show? Hey, baddies, welcome back to It Can't Be That Bad. I'm here with two handsome young lads. Wow. Oh, are you rapping that, right now? <laughs> that was pretty. Easy. Were those? Did that rhyme? Yeah. Oh. Bad. It can't be that bad and lads. Okay, you're right. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for joining dude. us. <laughs> it's nice to have you back here. Thank you. Um, for you audio listeners out there, uh, Christopher Wait. Perry is in the building, and he brought us action figures not to keep but to stand on the table temporarily <laughs> just for the episode because uh, we are uh, doing a movie podcast. And yeah, and these uh, figures line up perfectly with the film. I do have a question, though. What? How do you get Tommy's helmet on if he's got a ponytail? The heads are detachable, right? <laughs> um, you just pull the head off. Detachable head. Silly man. It's like that song, Detachable Penis. That's um, a song? Yeah. Um, uh, we watched one of my favorite, all-time favorite movies, like Staple. I mentioned this before we started recording. While watching this, I was able to like mouth every single line uh-huh. as it was being Even said. Even the, like, the, uh, I, Okay, uh, well, I was going to save it, but the, every time they turn their heads in the first scene when they morph, it's like... Whoosh, 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 uh, I was going to bring gloves, that up. head movements, even like mid-conversation, they're like, do you think that's right? The whole thing's like, do you mm. think that's right? It's yeah. like, my brother had the gloves where there's like a little button inside. Oh, sure, and you can, yeah. Uh, so what? that was cool, but it didn't last throughout the whole movie. That's a crazy piece of technology. Something to trick kids into thinking that they are so fast, they are cutting... <laughs> Wind to make that noise. Should we? I think. Let's I, introduce I, the movie. I'm chomping at the bit to talk about this movie. I'm I can tell. Already. I haven't taken this much notes in a long time. Really? That uh, and, many? And it was like I watched the entire film and then watched it a second time just so I knew what notes I wanted to to bring up. Yeah. In so this episode, Christopher Perry, you brought us a movie today uh, that is very representative of our childhood. Very nostalgic. Yes, sir. Can you tell the baddies what movie we're going to be reviewing? Uh, uh, we are going to be reviewing the 1995 Mighty, Mighty Morphin, Morphin Power Rangers, Rangers the, the movie. movie. Semicolon the movie. But, uh, 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 uh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. baddies, this is really hard to uh, obtain and stream online, so don't do it illegally because don't be a fucking criminal. If you have the VHS, you gotta do that. But also... Is the version on YouTube subtitled? It's yeah, subtitled... It's... 
with Indonesian yeah. subtitles. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Chris was like, it's available on Look, uh, in all YouTube. honesty, everybody owns a copy of this movie. I have yes. it on VHS, but I don't have a VHS I also player. have it on VHS. Do you have, and you watched it through your VHS player? No, excuse me, I also own it on my iPad. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, I bought this a long time ago. You're a real fan. It was also on Netflix not too long ago. It was, but then they took it away. I was, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, no, but fine. I was going to pause this question. Does Disney own Power Rangers now, now that they bought Fox? I wouldn't be surprised. I think for a moment they did, because I know Disney World had a Power Ranger like show. Disney World did. I think. My brother met the Power Rangers at Universal Studios, if I if I remember correctly. Um, well, and they mentioned it in that behind-the-scenes thing we talked about, right. how they shut down the 101 and stuff. Right. I believe my brother and my parents were at that. Power Ranger meet and greet. That's crazy. That's yeah. so cool. And like all five, six of the Rangers were there? Yeah, I think the day my brother was there, he met the Black Ranger and the Pink Ranger. I, I'm sure he'll text me and tell me I'm wrong. At Disney World, they have the Yellow Rangers, Aisha's like suit. So that's well, why you're, you're that's so confusing. Stepping on a couple of my notes here. Um, but one of them was, yeah, so the Pink Ranger and the Yellow Ranger are both in Disneyland Hollywood Park. Mm. I don't know if they're still there. Do, when was the last time you saw them there? Disney World. Yeah, when was the last time you saw? Well, the, at the Hollywood Park, right in Disney World. What do you remember? When the last time you that saw? That was them? what 2017. Interesting, and yeah, I'm sure there's more. But I was uh, in New York in 2017 as well at their Planet Hollywood, and they had all five or six. They had all six Ranger gotcha. suits there. Wow. And I remember the Planet Hollywood, and again, I'm sure my brother will correct me on this. It, it was either the Planet Hollywood in L.A. Or there might have been one in San Francisco at one time. They had the Red Ranger suit, like and the original Red Ranger from the suit? movie, from the movie oh, with, okay. with the with the PVC armor and shit like that. Oh, nice! And I remember we would like go out of our way to go to that restaurant because me and my brother love Power Rangers so much, just to see that suit and like have dinner in that in Planet Hollywood. But even like I asked my dad too, where what city was that Planet Hollywood in? Uh, I, I I can't remember if it was Hollywood at the one at Universal Studios or the one in San Francisco. If there was one in San Francisco. But, but that's so cool to just see that's, that's the there. suit yeah. from a movie from my childhood that means so much to me. Exactly. That was one of the most important yeah. things to me and my brother. What leads me to my next question is, Chris, so since you brought this movie to us, I always like to ask our guests that bring us these movies, like, what did this movie mean to you? Um, I don't know if the movie meant a lot to me <laughs> compared to nothing. the show. I Ooh, love the, the show. show your thing. I think, you know, I was like in kindergarten when I would watch it all the time right after school. Sure. Um. Uh, but the movie itself, it was definitely, as a kid, something that was super enjoyable to watch. Even looking at it now, um, you know, as a kid, I never questioned the special effects. It yeah. was it was clearly different than the television show, right. but I still never looked at it and was like, this is so bad. Now, 20, almost 30 years later, um, it, it's pretty evident how, how early on in computer graphics this movie takes place in. Yeah. Um, it aged not too well. Right. And, and I did a, a little bit of digging, uh, and I learned that they didn't want to use min they built a miniature set and you can see it in some of the shots, of like when the Zord flies through the building. Um, but they didn't want to do the whole final fight scene like they do in the shows people in suits in front of miniatures because they had a bigger budget and they wanted to use that bigger budget, use the new technology at the time. I, I think it was a mistake. I think they probably should have done the classic tried and true method, especially at that time. CGI wasn't where it was at for you to have 30 foot monsters uh, terrorizing a city yeah. and have it look good. I think that was maybe a misstep on um, a couple of missteps that they made, but 
not enough to make me not like this movie, right. especially not as a kid in the 90s. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. So, like, with the original television series, I said, if I'm wrong, and I didn't even get to say that much, but the original uh, television series, a lot of the action sequences, when they were in suits, that was from Japan. Those all were Japanese right. actors. All, all of that. All of season voiced over. All of season one, where you see the Power Rangers in their suits, is old Japanese stuff. That's why the Red Ranger goes from this big right. to super skinny. Uh-huh. And there's just, that like, a sense. drastic change. Like, you'll have, like a huge fight with a megazord with another creature and then they'll go down to um small size small size and, and they're then different they're, yeah they're in, like in japan you see all these japanese people running away and you're like wait what what i did learn was um when they made it an american tv show it wasn't until later on in the second or third season where they would have to film things with the american actors because they had changed the storyline Mm-hmm. So I, I believe when the Green Ranger came in, there was a couple major plot points and keys that were very different from the Japanese show. So they had to film that separately here in America to make it make sense for their storyline. So as we go on and on as the seasons go through, they use less and less of the Japanese um, Which makes Super sense. Sentai. In fact, this movie was the first time in Power Ranger franchise where they used 100% new footage yeah. they shot all of this made all of this with their actors with australian actors um without using any of the old japanese and it's now stuff. because they wanted to give the audience something new something fresh rather than just an elongated episode of the series which right? it was i th- i find this very common with television shows that become movies the movie ends up being just an entire season squeezed into an hour and a half. With a higher budget. Same thing with Entourage. Same thing with Sex and the City. Same thing with Power Rangers. Both movies. Same thing with any television show that's... F- that's Like, for years, people ask for this movie. For years, people ask for an Entourage movie. And then when they finally give it to us, it's just like a long TV show, you yeah. know? Why, why did you bring this to us? I remember we, we had hung out a few uh, weeks prior to this, <laughs> right. and Power Rangers came up. That's what it was. And for the longest time, you you were very shy about being a guest, yeah. and you were like, uh, yeah, no, it's cool. I'll just be in the background. I'll just hang out when you guys record. But Power Rangers came up, and you were like, actually, I'm down to do Power Rangers. I think it's just like how Alejandro said. He's something that, you know, you... I think all of us have some sort of connection with Power Rangers, whether it's the show or the movie. Uh, I think it just resonated with me uh, to the point where I I felt like I didn't even have to watch the movie to remember. Like, shit. We could have done this episode last week as soon as Chris brought it up or whenever it came up. And and I'm pretty positive I would have had these same notes with these same thoughts. Like I said, I, I mean... I love this movie. There's not one bit of this movie. There's bad, it's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. of course. But uh, there's not one bit of this movie that I don't like. Um, there was no. like small details that I did like miss. Like, you know, as you watch it when you're an adult and you're like, oh shit. Like, why, oh. why are the, why is the dad acting like this? And like, and Bulk and Skull are way funnier now as an adult. Looking right. back now, I never saw the, the Laurel and Hardy-esque comedy that Bulk and Skull were able to provide throughout like, Multiple seasons. I think they have the longest tenure in any Power Rangers show. Bulk and Skull came back. They've existed for the longest time. More I, than any other Power Ranger. I heard that sure. they were planning on doing like a spin-off where Bulk and Skull would own a, the, the a hotel. Show. Oh, 
Or uh, I thought they were supposed to own the smoothie shop. Was it a smoothie shop that they all hung out in in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I right? heard it was a hotel. This was like another YouTube video that I was so watching. Sweet life. That they would Zach own their stuff. own hotel, uh-huh. and like they would have like an odd bunch of characters come through the hotel, and it'd just be like a sitcom. But it it'd obviously cr- got canceled. It, it would have been crazy if there was like random like battles going outside of the hotel oh, here and there, and, you're just, and they're trying to figure it yeah, out. Like what the fuck? Did That's you a do? solid idea. We are forty five minutes in. Let me do the nitty bitty real quick, uh-huh. and then uh, because we clearly have millions of things to say i have a bunch of things to say we all have a bunch of things to say and then i also want to touch on the updated trailer that came out a couple of years ago uh, oh, the for the the fan-made power oh, Rangers film. Yeah. yeah because i think that's actually what sparked this episode dude yeah right. i had a, was watching i have not even seen was, that yeah. and you guys brought that up and it was crazy so good um we watched a movie called mighty morphin power rangers the movie it was released in 1995 and is rated pg has a runtime of one hour 39 minutes or 99 minutes and honestly it could have been 100 minutes and i would have watched every second one more minute please it's a 5.2 out of 10 on imdb a 37 percent on rotten tomatoes a 40 percent on metacritic and half a star out of four from at that time it was ebert and cisco uh, because he had his partner with him but roger ebert half of a star (laughs) out of four star nice crazy Um, chris and chris chen Ooh. Would you gentlemen like to guess? And Jules, if you're not looking or listening. Julia Perry's in the building, I too. I think she has headphones in, though. So She's listening yeah. to another podcast while we're recording this podcast. So thanks. Which episode? Bye. Oh, Kat? Nice. Um, Chris, would you like to guess what percentage of Google users... 90%. Appro- uh, Christian, would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of this film? 84%. Jules, would you like to guess what percentage of Google right users now. approve of this film? Cheetah. Yo, you can't look at the computer screen. She yeah. says no. The answer is 90%. Yeah. Oh, it's Chris 90. It I, saw, I saw it on the text message. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Why, it is there. That's why I was like, so confident. Oh, when I sent a screenshot? Or when you someone sent a screenshot? Yeah, someone, someone sent it. I thought. Anyways, yeah. it's you know what? I cheated. It should have. It yeah. should be 100% <laughs> Google users. Right? I've never met somebody. At it's least, a 90s thing. You know, only the 90 uh, kids understand. Smart. With the thing, you're going to like it. Only <laughs> it's 85 to 95 kids. The only way you like this movie is if you associate it with good nostalgic memories yeah, of the past. Absolutely. If you don't like the Power Rangers, all the reviews that I read that said this was bad was like it's nonsensical, it doesn't make sense, the action doesn't fit, it's overly violent. Those are all people who don't understand Power Rangers. If you understand the world, especially the world of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the camp, the somewhere between Saved by the Bell and a Japanese fighting show, like right. that's a good that's a good comparison. It is truly like uh, an amalgamation of so many things of the '90s. If you're not with it, then you're not part of it. You're like it, it is truly one of those things. Right. I think you can appreciate Pokemon from afar, knowing that it makes your kid happy and shit like that. Of course, but I don't think any parent watched Power Rangers and was like. I'm glad my kid likes this guy kicking the shit out of people. I don't know. Actually, there are a lot of good things. There are a lot of progressive aspects of this show. It was something where they took a racially diverse cast of members. That's true. And gave all of them powers and the... But uh, kept them stereotypical in their roles, though. Of course. There are definitely some like... But is that their fault or is that television of the 90s? It could be television of the 90s. That's a fair... Yeah. So, like, there's that contrast with, you know... Uh, Trini, the original Yellow Ranger, is Asian. Rest in peace, yeah. dude. She's from the Bay Area, if I believe correctly. I in so. fact, I if I don't want to um, speak out of school here, but I believe we went to school with somebody who is blood related to her. Really? Yeah. That's... And, and and I'll say her name off off mic, but okay. uh, I do believe we are we know somebody who's related to her. But yeah, uh, it is kind of like it is uncanny that uh, Trini is an Asian, right. and she was the Yellow Ranger. Was she Filipina too? 
I think Vietnamese. Yeah, she did. Vietnamese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Zach uh, black. was black, and he was the Black Ranger. And then, uh... <laughs> which not the best, but still, I get what you're saying. I um, love to have like once they switched to once they had Adam and Aisha, they just switched the black and, and the yellow, yellow ranger. ranger to be kept like... the red. Although the red ranger got significantly tanner. Rocky, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin Saint, what's his name? Austin Saint the John. Original? I think. Yeah, yeah. Austin Saint John. Um, he was Jason. my brother's favorite Power Ranger. Yeah, hands down, like bar none, always was. My brother kind of looks like him, is very similar in, in features. I can see that. Um, so. I wasn't allowed to like the Red Ranger, right? When he was, when it's I was a kid. It's funny how that's a thing when you're allowed. a kid, man. So, so my go-to was the Blue Ranger was Billy, and then, uh, and then, we, when I stopped liking Billy, was when the Green Ranger came out. Oh, and, uh, and I wanted to bring. I brought this toy with me today. This is my Green Ranger Morpher. That's mm-hmm. badass. Uh, um, it's uh, one of my prized possessions. I murdered a Power Ranger and took it off of his belt. So Damn, a lot of people a, are gonna be mad at you for saying that. You're a putty. Uh, what's no, your putties never did it. What's your Ooh. animal, dude? I'm a. If you had to choose, I mean, not, honestly, the white tiger was always my favorite. Well, now was it white tiger or did he say white liger? No, it's tiger. It's oh, so okay. This was another one of my notes. It's white tiger in the movie, but in in the show, he only ever morphs as the tiger sword. Mm. He only ever calls it tiger sword. Um, I got so much shit like that. Anyways, synapses coming at you here. Right at you. After a construction crew accidentally cracks open a gigantic egg that has imprisoned evil maniac Ivan Ooze for centuries, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers prepare to face their most formidable foe yet. The vengeful Ooze kills their elderly mentor, (laughs) Zordon, and with him, the source of the Rangers' powers. Stunned by Zordon's death, the rangers struggle to contain ooze without the help of their zords, the giant mechanical robots they have grown to depend upon in battle. Wait, so is that the is that like word for word the yeah, same thing from the the scroll in <laughs> no, the beginning? There's the Star scroll, Wars scroll. The, the Star Wars scroll <laughs> gives backstory to, Zor- to Zordon. Okay, I was like, okay. right. The backstory is like Zordon was a Power Ranger, and we're all like, what the fuck? Right. It was like, for the just-in-case you missed it from the so, series. I mentioned this also off mic, too. The TV show did a took steps to explain how the Power Rangers got ninja suits and ninja zords in the show without referencing the movie, and the movie makes steps to explain the show in case you've never seen the show and you like just happen to be in the movie. So I think it's really interesting how like Saban kind of understood, or maybe it was Fox Kids, who kind of understood, who was like, Somebody's going to watch this movie and doesn't know who the fuck the Power Rangers are. Right. So we got to explain this shit right at the top. Yeah. That's true. Right? That I'm was like, going to be their first introduction that's to be Power Rangers. Mom, dad, aunt, uncle who's forced to take Billy and Kimberly to the movies. Uh, they get to understand what's happening here too. Right at the right. top. Two minutes They wanted in. to give the most exposition possible for newcomers and oldcomers. Uh, here's one of my favorite things. The budget for this film was $15 million. I believe wow. it, man. And well done. I mean, that I don't believe is the true number because I know it overran the schedule and went over budget by far. I, I don't know if that counts in the overrunning of the budget because it sounds like $15 million might be what they wrote the check for. I believe it, though, for, you know, this is 1995. I, I think they may have paid more. And, like, you know, even though it seems very dated now, that was almost, that was 25 years ago. <laughs> it's almost an 80s film. Dude, almost an <laughs> 80s film. <laughs> right? With all the fashion. But, like, when oh, yeah. all of the... You know they spent most of that money into the ooze. Like, once the Ivan... special effects. Once Ivan came to the fucking set, they are uh, like, okay, 
our special effects team, you're going to be working your asses off. Because I think for 1995, as shitty as it looks now, 1995 must have been great. It was good. I don't say it was great. And the only reason why I don't say it was great was because I believe it was 93 when Jurassic Park came out. Ooh, actually, Damn. I take all of what I said back. Yeah. If Jurassic Park came out before that. Jurassic Park did come out before because they referenced Jurassic Park in this You're film. Right. Oh, they did. So Jurassic Park is such a tentpole film for CGI. It's hard for any film that came out after that, uh, one, to be able to do it that well, and two, to be compared and said, not to you know ruin your words, but to say that that was good CGI at the time when it just kind of blatantly wasn't. I was just trying to see it from like, I, don't, I think I was, was trying to be very forgiving, is. yes. It's good compared to Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. Compared to the franchise as a whole, very good because the show was so low budget right? that this was, and even the actors, I think we both saw the same behind the scenes thing even the actors and the production crew both said we never had this amount of money before mm -hmm. that's why they have better suits that's why they have better morphing gadgets like right. that's why they have better weapons mm -hmm. it's because now they have the money to afford it um chris being being a cin cinematographer and i'm sure like being subconsciously critical of uh the beauty of things aesthetically how much did this even though it held a lot of nostalgia for you Special place in your heart. How much of this was just like, man, this is looking real ugly. I think that the only moment where I was like, man, that's a pretty cool shot was, um, you remember when they were walking around um, trying to find those like, what, what's... When what, they're trying to find I, the ultimate power? No, or they're trying to find Ivan Ooze's like... When uh, they end up on the island? Goons. No, like in that, like the... When they're transformed and they're in the parking structure. Yeah. Yes. I, there's some like cool, like, like just cool look to I, it. I think nice. also something that's super underrated that I didn't realize until again, I watched that behind the scenes thing, was how difficult it is to make a, a six person shot look good. Oh yeah. There's constantly, there's constantly six, if not seven people. There's, there's all six Power Rangers and then whoever they're all talking to. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult enough to frame two people or three people in a shot. But I think we're not giving enough credit to the cinematographer who was able to, and not just make it six people in a row, six people in a V, six people in an L. Make it different. Have them on different levels. Have right. them in different areas. Standing and talking and interacting in ways where I think shooting, and I think you can maybe attest to it, shooting a shot of six people is probably far more difficult than I think we're giving giving credit to. Right. Um, I think it, the hard part is trying to find that balance of like... Um, making it look good. Making it look good, but also like how real it is. Because how often sure. are you perfectly lined up? Yeah, how often are six people in a room know, next like to each other? Pose shoulder to shoulder. Right, mm -hmm. different layers, uh, levels and stuff. What it's I like, love about this uh, movie, and just Power Rangers in general, is when they're like searching for the monsters in that parking structure, they're already in fight mode. I know. And, and also... <laughs> dude, and the Yellow Ranger says, activating power beam, so, and hey, it's a dim shit, flashlight. Okay. But that shit was tight. Like, uh, for sure. Everybody, every character, when one of the things that they did in this film... Every helmet had a power. We only see two of them, but um, so the Yellow Ranger and I believe it was the Rocky. Red Ranger. Yeah, he had the like that cool like. But scanning. but the Yellow Ranger and somebody else also had lights. The Red Ranger had the scope. Yeah, uh, I believe the White Ranger also had a scope. The Blue Ranger had ears that were going to come up and were supposed to move as he moved his head <laughs> to like sense enemies. Yeah, uh, and this I, is wild. And, and I don't believe I never read what the Pink and the Black Rangers helmets were supposed to do. But at one point, every helmet was supposed to have. There was so many things that they cut out of this thing too. The bird fight when they first get to the <laughs> island was supposed to like be way more violent. There is a version of the they script. Should have. There is a PG thirteen version of this script that was. Like partially shot, 
that oh, was wow. filmed in portions. And then I think even the crew and the director were like, this is like, it's already really violent. That's already the biggest qualm moms have against Power Rangers. We can't also have blood from the talons of a flying bird monster. But this is like touching up on PG-13 because did you very guys see what Kimberly was wearing? Uh, I don't think that was very, the shorts that she had at that time, the high-waisted, because she left that top in the dryer for way too long. Yeah, but it wasn't that super was sexual up on at that underboob. time. I know. You didn't but like, see any underboob, though. No, sure. no, but I yeah. was hoping. Yeah, weren't we all? I was, and like watching this as a 27-year-old man, I'm like, and with They how, gotta keep the dads happy, too. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And then, oh. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> I, uh, Juliet is chilling on the very comfy beanbag right now. I, I brought it up, asleep. but I never finished the question. Budget was $15 million. How much do you think this movie grossed in its box office? This does not count uh, VHS DVD sales. So you said $15 million? $15 million budget. I'll let Chris go first. Keep in mind, this, this came out uh, in fourth place the weekend it did behind both uh, Judge Dredd, Apollo 13, and Batman Forever. I say f- it doubled. So 30 mil? Yeah. Christian? I say uh, tripled, so around 45 to 50 mil. These are great guesses. Jules, do you want to guess at all? How much you made? Yeah. What did you guess it? He guessed 30. 30 he guessed 45. 45, yeah. Million. And Jules is guessing? 51. $51 million. Everybody's <laughs> Such a fucked up answer. Everybody's yeah. wrong. Uh, well, it? Jules is closest, but everybody's oh, wrong. Wow. $66.4 million box office. Oh, that's weekend. what's up. That's this awesome. was a smash hit. That's not counting the toys. That's not counting the Halloween costumes. That's not Sheesh. counting VHS DVD sales. I would venture this is a $100 million movie franchise on this one movie alone. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, and that's taking into consideration that this was the 90s when the value of a US dollar... Was its strongest. Yep. That that's dollar true. could buy you all of Taiwan. All of the God Philippines, damn. man. <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, look, there's just so much to say about this film, honestly. I think there's there's things that uh, like speak to us at, at a deep core level, things that none of us really notice. And then, you know, there are things that I learned about this film on this rewatch and studying it that I didn't know in the past. There were so many things cut out of this film. I didn't know that uh, Dulcia was played originally by a different actress. Oh, the girl in the metal bikini? Yeah. Um, mm. Jules uh, from the Amazon. <laughs> um, Pretty much. This girl, I want to talk about that real quick. Because that girl came from the cuts, kicked some bird ass, and uh, they all it, said thank you. And she was like, if you want to thank me. You can get the fuck out. Get the fuck off my is, island. Is it is it Amazon Jules or is it the pink ranger who kicks one of the birds in the nuts? Um, like, at one point, she just, or is it one of the like the Uzi guys in the in the parking lot scene? But at one point, one of the girls just straight up kicks one of the the nonchalant bad guys straight up in the nuts and i thought to myself like are you talking about the the megazord that was the dope. megazord does a knee in the balls yeah, later okay, on okay but there is i like, like how that was, that was an emergency button i know that he had to shatter they, have know. To, they know it's gonna happen eventually we'll get to it. we're not at the end guys yeah. um but i'm pretty sure someone gets kicked straight up in the balls and i thought that that could have been a PG thirteen move. This is right. teaching them self defense. I don't know because that could be PG. I would bring my. Well, I would let my daughter see that technique for sure. X Men: The Last Stand was almost rated R in Europe or whatever the top level is in Europe because Iceman headbutts Pyro, mm-hmm. and uh, in Europe, the headbutt is way worse because they don't want you doing it in soccer. It's a way bigger oh, offense shit. if you're headbutting in soccer. So they Damn. had to cut that part out of X Men Last Stand in the European showing. That's it. wild. Yeah, I don't know that why I brought up X Men, but yeah, um, yeah, this film just like it hits on so many points like that. Though I mean, the violence is 
comical to a point, yet also very brutal at points. The yeah. the fight scene with the Uzes minions, right? They're thrown one against the wall. He completely obliterates. He's he explodes into guts. Yeah, there's a lot viscera. of there's a lot of moves that uh, like defy physics as well. They had to cut. Oh my gosh! The yeah. flips, the flipping away. Like it makes no sense. How many flips? Like they easily could have walked from point A to point B, I, but they decided to backflip. Right. Their martial arts should be called flip jitsu. You know, pretty what, much. It's talking about time. The the amount of time it takes them to morph and do like all the posing and shit. Yeah, and everyone's just like just standing, just around, watching them. Yeah, waiting. My whole thing is like, why not just morph right off the bat? Why not just as soon as you see bad guys morph immediately? They always wait until they're almost losing the fight. Same thing with the Zords. Why not just why not just not morph at all? Call the Zords, step on the motherfuckers. Can you imagine people that just hear them morphing and not seeing what's happening? Oh. They're just yelling animal names. Like somebody That's like crazy. Yeah. In the movie, they morph for the first time with their backs up against the wall. I imagine one construction worker on the other side of the wall being like, "The fuck is happening over there? <laughs> what the hell?" And it also like like their clothing. Me and Jules were talking about this like. These motherfuckers are like wearing. Color coordinating. They're yeah, not hiding like, their identities. Everyone's like, we have They're to like not hide their identities. Like a, if I was an angel grove just chilling and I saw five cats wearing the same exact color, one dude all Power blue, Rangers. one dude all red. I will. I do want to say something about the costumes when they're rollerblading. That's yeah, everybody has white helmets uh-huh. except for. <laughs> The Black Ranger. D- no way. He has a black helmet. What? Everybody? Yes. Yes. Everybody has white helmets, white skates with the straps, their no, color. But I and swear. The... So there's like a trim though, at least. The trim is white. The trim is white for sure. But the trim of everybody else's helmet is their color. They're like, Zach, right, right, sorry right. we ran out of a uh, No, no. They're helmet. just like straight up like, well, we can't give the Black Ranger a white helmet. Right. If I saw, to answer your question, <laughs> if I was out in public and I saw five people there color coordinated to very specific colors, I would either think, okay, y'all are the Power Rangers, or <laughs> these are five regional local gangs meeting, meeting up for, to for like a board meeting for a, <laughs> to like call dispute a, a feud. Bury the hatchet. Look, us over here at Green Street, we're done fucking with the El, El Rojos. All right. We're only here. But the pink queens, like we got something to say. And the Navy Blues better get their crack out of my home now. And then the Black Rangers are just like black guys, and they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chris, what would your animal be? If I had to choose from Yuck. what they were Or had? your own. Oh, or your own. It seems like since you put the White Ranger action figure in front of you, you resonate the most with Tommy. I actually like Adam, the, the Asian I could one. see. I could oh. see. Yeah. I mean, Jules were actually Adam talking Park. for Halloween. She's going to be... Um, Dalcia. Can we all be and Power I was Rangers? Be the, the, oh. the Asian. They definitely make... Jules just said they need to make costumes for adults from this Power Ranger movie. I bet you we can find ninja costumes that we can make into Power let's Rangers. Let's make our own. Let's fucking do we cosplay, have enough friends? dude. I'm so do we have down. enough friends to do the ninjas? Because um, I'm going to say right here, right now, I call dibs on the White Ranger. Oh, that's all you. <laughs> that's fine. I want to be Billy so bad. I'll, I'll be. I'll be. <laughs> the, I, you, that's fact. Yeah, the, I'm not being a dick. That, he's, yeah, he's a and it's ass. actually really unfortunate because apparently that's why he quit the show. He went yeah. into depression after yeah. that yeah. because he was yeah. getting a lot of uh, harassment. Fucked up. The fucking '90s, bro. Yeah, he was ahead of his time though. Super yeah. ahead of his time. About it. I do want to bring up since we mentioned it briefly earlier the. 2015? 17. 17 fan made. Oh, oh. the fan made. What, what, what year was that? Was that 15? I don't, that, I don't remember. With uh, James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek, there's a fan made Power Ranger trailer, quote so unquote, good. unofficial trailer. And it is eight minutes, 10 minutes. Gritty. Of what right. Power Rangers could have been. Right. Um, 
I, look it up right now. Check it out. I, I think that's why we we're doing this episode. It was because me and Chris, I brought that up to Chris off the cuff. And I think Jules had seen it already. And no, she hadn't seen it. Jules hadn't seen it. Yeah. Christian hadn't seen it. No. Uh, I think one other person at that day had seen it. And we we're all like, you guys have to see this. He threw it up on the TV. And right. it was a wild cinema. We were silent experience. for it eight was- minutes. It was, yeah, it was, it was longer tired. than I remember, but very, very beautifully done. Incredible graphics yeah. in that. What I brought that up for was in that they have a scene where, um, the Power Rangers are being killed. The Blue Ranger, they make a reference to the fact that he comes out. Yeah. One of the Lifetime magazines or, or newspaper clippings in the background I didn't catch that. is, is that Billy came out. That's Holy awesome. Shit, that dude. movie does not get enough credit for the in-depth fan love that was put into that. Well, you know. Tommy or Jason David Frank or whatever. Jason David Frank. Uh, he wasn't a fan of it. He was like, it's too brutal. Yes. And I, I get that, but for <laughs> the kids that grew up in the 90s, we were all like, We're what? grown up I now. believe yeah. he's come around because the like White Dragon S- Slayer series that took off this like fan-made right. uh, series that they did, and then that, that developed into a comic book. Um, he's fully into that because yeah. it features the White Ranger way more. I think Jason David Frank, um, to a fault does this for the kids. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's why he didn't he like that. He likes to please the fans a lot. To to the point where he was very active with this, uh, I feel like it was like this YouTube series where they would take... Uh, oh, like two fu- different characters yeah. and fight? Yeah, so it would be the White yes. Ranger versus... So, what would happen if the White Ranger... Batson something. something. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. it would be like, what would happen if we took the White Ranger and uh, made him go against... Uh, who was... Ryu from right. Street Fighter. right. Or oh, Scorpion from cool. Mortal Kombat. I, no, there and there are YouTube yeah, videos of that, like Batman versus like I forgot who, but I know yes, it's a Wolverine. One. And I, it's him as the White Ranger before. fighting. That's tight. These so people. he does the video of it. Yes. So they make a a, a a video of the White Ranger fighting. I haven't seen it, so I'm asking. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I forget the name of it. I was watching a YouTube video where they were talking about it, right. not necessarily it. And I'd have to show you guys. He afterwards. is so buff and so tatted out. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a fighter. He's, so he's a out. championship MMA fighter. <gasps> he's a fighter. Fight. He actually was in the UFC. I believe he's a three-time champion. I, I I might be speaking out of term here, but I believe he's won at least three times. And I believe black it. belt multiple. T- um, I learned that most of the men, especially in the Power Rangers of the movie, uh, Rocky, uh, Adam, Tommy, all have martial arts background. Yeah, Billy, uh, Aisha. And Kimberly the all gymnastics. have gymnastics back. Even Trini has a gymnastics background. And then August Saint That's John right. has a martial arts background because he's still uh, Oh the original red he still Ranger. Runs I think that's what they did though. I think the majority of them were more on the athlete side rather than the acting side. I mean they probably dabbled well, in they it. All, yeah. They all learned real quick how to be become professional actors. Right. Right. I think um what I learned was the filming of the show was so fast and so quickly done. <clears throat> that they very quickly became seasoned television actors to the point where when they replaced the red, yellow, and black ranger with Adam, Alicia, and wait, um, Adam, Rocky, yeah. when they replaced them, when those three signed on, they were already signing on for the movie as well. They wow. knew that they were going to be, that they were making a Power Damn. Rangers movie as well. I wonder how the others felt like to not be a part of it. What was crazy was that a majority of the ones that left, so the original Red Ranger, um, uh, Trini, mm-hmm. and who else left? The, uh, the, the, the other Black Jones, Ranger, Zach. Yeah. 
Um, so they all left because of pay disputes. They right. were not getting paid to what the contract had said. And so they left. And so fiscally, they weren't being treated the way that they should have for this show. That's but they were in talks to come back. John, um, August, whatever the fuck his name. I always Red Ranger. Red Ranger. Original Red Ranger. Does come back. He comes back for Zio and he, and he's in the Turbo Ranger movie. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's like, he hit. does come back. Right. Um, and then he came back for the Red Ranger saga, right? When they did that years and years later. For, for Forever um, Red. And the Pink Ranger came back a couple of times. So, yes, they... and But they're also in talks for coming back for this movie, too. It just didn't quite fit into the storyline, That's one thing that kind of irked me about this movie. It's like, there's five of them. Six. Oh, uh, five oh, of yeah, the original, right. and then Tommy came on right, later, right? right? There's six of them in the movie. Uh, but you don't really, like... Rocky barely talked. Like, I can't even... I don't... Re- yeah. All of them barely spoke. Yeah, so it's like like the movie, like the 2017 one. They all have the, a little bit more dialogue. Yeah, there's more. They go more in depth. A lot more in depth. This and, one, and I do want to say, as much as I think that movie is bad, the 2017 version, I do think they spend a better time explaining who the characters are right. and why it's important to them to be a Power Ranger. And I think that's they did that to compensate because they noticed with in the past they were really just trying to please the kids with like, here's a lot of action, yeah. right? Well, kids here's want, what you like. Here's we know you, you like, like this. We know you like that. We know you like this. But there were a lot of bold moves with the 2017 movie. Like I had said before, I accidentally purchased... purchased. Uh, the, and, this will, and we're probably going to do a 2017 episode. And so. I would love to because I really like that fucking movie. I, I will I say too. one more thing about that is I think the 2017 movie take, took a good look at some of the mistakes that this movie made, whether they were, I'm sorry, missteps, whether they were mistakes or chosen sidesteps from what they're like, they knew what they were doing. I think the 2017 movie took those and made that part of their thing. For me, I didn't like in the 2017 film that their visors opened and and they only opened at very trivial moments. Chris like, and I love those I, and I know, And this is why I wanted, wanted to bring it up is because it only opened up for them to get a sentence or two out, and then it closed back up. We could have gotten those sentences and that same amount of emotion from that close up, just like we did in this film. The reason why, and me and Chris talked about this, they tried this 95 film with no visors, without mouthpieces, without anything on their face so that the actors can emote. But to the director's quote, he says, it's not about the Power Rangers emotions when they're in the uniforms. When they're in the uniforms and Power Rangers, they're supposed to be uh, emotionless, warriors who are here to save the world mm-hmm. we're not supposed to see them emote we're not supposed to see them have emotions to and rebuttal that in the 2017 if we're going to get a little deep the yeah. 2017 really fleshes out their characters and their constant battle of like being these people that have damaged lives it takes a lot of right. time it takes a lot of time to focus on each character and why uh they're damaged right which, which and i appreciate that they do that i don't think we we can get their characteristic traits and how they're emoting without opening the mask right. what other power ranger have you ever seen them where the mask opens like that well i mean none because well none. this was this is none. a revival though this could this is a different it's a reboot yeah you saying you saying that they uh don't need to they are supposed to be these emotionless uh warriors when they're in the suit it, when they're in the suit but that movie is about them battling becoming the warriors so i think it could be symbolic of them like still like having to be these vulnerable kids, man. Right. I think which, which is not to we'll get no, to, you're good. but the vulnerable kids part is something I don't think people play enough enough about the Power Rangers. Right, these are kids. They're they're young. They're teenagers. Right. right? I think it would have been tight if they went like the PG thirteen route for the ninety five one and like 
there's a scene of them getting their ass kicked and then like their uh their visors get cracked open and then you see some like grittiness but obviously i want to hear a lot more of your thoughts because you 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 do have a good knack doing what you do being a creator of the talent that you do hold you must be like witnessing a lot of things. You must have a lot of crazy ideas for this, of course, very objectively flawed movie that was made in 95. What do you think? So what I'm asking, I guess, yeah, continue with what you were saying. What else would you have wanted to see with it? I think for all of us, I think it would just be seeing, seeing a gritty version. Like how gritty though? And, to in, the between, point? and in between the fan made mm-hmm. one and like, the 2017 one, but with like the characters from 95 would have sure. been sick. There's a solid 2001, 2002 PG-13 rating mm. that would have done justice on both sides for this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? right, It would have been just palatable enough for kids, yet just violent enough for the kids. Because even when this movie came out, the majority of kids who grew up watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were just about to be teenagers when this movie came out. I mean, me and you watched this film because we had older brothers, right? Yeah. yeah. So... I mean, I wonder how many 94, 95, 96 babies like don't care about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because that just wasn't the generation that they grew up with. They just missed yeah, it. Yeah, what's interesting too is like if you look at the 2017 version, I, I'm sorry to co- keep on comparing these two. No, it's two, fine. This is great. But no. like 2017, it's like those Power Rangers were meant for those, like the, the issues that they were going through were Very of the moment. relatable for teenagers now. Whereas back in 95, I feel like we were meant to look up to them sure. rather than relating to them. That 2017 movie would have been super out of place in 95. Oh, yeah. And the 95 movie would have been even more out of place in 2017. Right. Yeah. Well, let's break down. I know this is not about the 2017 one, but I do want right. to talk about like how why that wouldn't have worked in 95. Because first of all, it's- Trini's character played by Becky G who was like a famous YouTuber. Right. Her character is out of place at home, is not really good with her family and gay? because she's and gay, gay, right? And yeah, she's gay. Because she's that's gay. why. Because she's why? a traditional, I think, Hispanic family that's not approving of that. Um that's the true. Adam's character or Zach's character. Zach right. who is an Asian uh Chinese guy in the twenty seventeen yep. one, yep. his mother is sick. Right. And so he has the he has that kind of vulnerability to his character when he's at home but when he's out he's very obnoxious very uh it's like compensating for something exactly and yeah. that's so wow. representative maybe I, maybe of I many re-watch people this film because i never really rewatch those it things. dude yeah. with kimberly's character played by naomi yeah. scott yeah. oh my god and who is that also she, that's a Bay right good there. man dude she's no amy joe johnson but dude. she's good no nah, but she's then, no amy joe johnson anyone, she's no amy joe johnson no she but close. if there's anyone she damn close no. she, yeah she damn close dude. she's no amy joe johnson no if she were to evolve i've said this if she were a pokemon she were to evolve amy joe I always got the show turning into yeah. Amy Jo. Amy Jo's my first crush. But her character, there's a lot of f- flaws with her character because she just, uh, it's this whole thing with like her the lying about her girl, boyfriend, right? being right. the popular girl that's no longer popular anymore. And then like with uh, the guy who plays Jason, the the Billy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, super pretty boy. Yeah, that's where he is from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His character's flawed because he was this guy that was supposed to be this pro football player but he yeah. fucked it all up in like some car accident because he keeps doing stupid shit right. so let me ask you this then and then but you have billy who's on like the spectrum billy's character is very, on the spectrum very interesting and that's deep very right. so let me ask you this then as as much as we love that backstory and as much as we enjoy how they depicted it could they have done the 2017 or i'm sorry could they have done those backstories in 95 if we knew that these power rangers had that going on do you think Tommy, Billy, and our Red Ranger had that stuff going on, but because it was the 90s, we didn't see it. We just had to assume. Do you think that they could have been able to 
more of the palatable conflict. So maybe like um, Kimberly's conflict with, uh, you know, being chopping popular. off her hair and like not being popular anymore because of a, a nude that she sent or some shit. And um, I mean, they would it would definitely take some work to make it fit in 95 for sure. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if we knew that much of the backstory of the 95 Power Rangers, would this movie be deeper for you? Yeah. But it's think about the audience that it was geared it's, it's a different time. Movies weren't made like that. Yeah. Right now we're all about well why they act this way. Now we care about why bullies are acting like right. that. Yeah. What do you what do you oh, sorry, you were gonna say something? No, I was gonna say like it, it's like it's hard to take the ninety five series. In general, it's, it's hard to take any of them serious, but it's like it's very camp. Yeah. Well, which at least lost, with camp, at le- we lost camp in two thousand. Right. At least with two thousand seventeen there was that, you know, you had seventy five percent of the movie to get to know these characters sure. and make them feel human. But with 95, it's like the movie in general, there's so many like animated moments and like moments where you're like, what the, what the, like that don't make no what's sense. Happening? It takes yeah. you out of it. And yeah. it's also, but not if you know what's going on. Yeah. Right. I think nobody expected people to go see Power Rangers, the movie and not know what Power Rangers were as much as they had that moment in the beginning to explain it and took pains to kind of like in layman's terms, explain what the Power Rangers are in the beginning of the movie. Nobody expected Joe Blow to come off the street and be like, oh, I don't know what what this is. Let me check it out. I think they kind of expected everybody to go in here with an idea of what Power Rangers are, who they are. So we don't need to go into why they got these powers. And with their kids. (laughs) Especially since you have the series to kind of be like... Running concurrently. Yeah. So it's like... Um, One of the things I did want to bring up, uh, if we can jump into one of my notes, was... Oh, we already talked about the helmets. Um, we talked about the upgrades of the, oh, why don't we move a little further into the film when Ivan Ooze is released from prison? I, let's talk about the villains a little bit. Yeah. So um, I thought he was quite a ridiculous, he was very sitcom-y, right? Yeah. Very sticky. He high fives Goldar. Right. Um, and he has like all these like one-liners like, honey, I'm home. Yeah. And that like takes the me Brady out of it. Brady Bunch reunion. Right. Yes, exactly. Oh, what did you think of Ivan? Because he was this new villain. I, I mean, as a kid, I thought he was like the perfect villain for, you know, the Power Rangers to go against, especially him when he like fucked up the the command center. I was like, oh, damn. Blew my mind. As a kid. That's a big deal. As yeah. a kid, that ruined me. And how easy it was him for him to just kind of seep through those those crevices and just be like, very, I'm here, motherfucker. Very Amityville <laughs> yeah. horror-esque. It was right. kind of scary. Very, yeah, very scary. Um, that actor, Paul Freeman, mm-hmm. is a pretty well-renowned actor. He seemed very experienced. And at the time when they got him, everybody, even like the uh, interviews later, all the actors were like, we got to work with Paul Freeman. Like, he was on the show with us. Poor guy was in makeup for 12 hours. I know, that's crazy. Um, wow. But do you know where you would recognize Paul Freeman from? Where? Indiana Jones. That's right. <gasps> Raiders of the Lost Ark. <gasps> really? Yep. As who? He's the bad guy. Really? Yeah. That's why it's so crazy that yeah. you wouldn't recognize someone no, of because of that. All makeup. the makeup. Yeah, Holy shit. Heavy. Apparently, you must have seen this deal. He broke his ankle or hurt himself and had to go to the hospital. But because it takes three hours to take all the makeup off, they just kept his head on. So he was purple from the neck up sitting in, in sitting at this fucking ER in, in Australia. That's and he, he tells a story of like, you know, when you're sitting at the doctor's. And you see somebody walk in and you're like, God, what the fuck do they have? He's like, imagine what people saw when they saw me walk in. They must have been like, oh, my God. That guy's dying. <laughs> that guy's fucked. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, yeah he, did, he did quite a bit of acting and they got him because of his characters. Originally, Ivan Ooze had so many more. He played a woman at one point. He plays a black guy at one point. We see his Merlin character. We see the shape shifting was played up a lot more and then cut out later on. 
Right. Chris, I want to ask you. So he was a very like he was a villain that was geared toward kids where you don't take him seriously. Do you wish he was more of like a scarier villain? I think for what it was at the time, I think it, they did a good job on kind of making him seem scary, scary enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I, even as a kid, he didn't give me nightmares, but I do remember being like scared like i wasn't afraid of ivan ooze but i was scared of ivan if he was in my bedroom yeah i think i'd be like what the fuck visually he's terrifying for kids but then like how he acted was like oh he's he's bad but he ain't scary this movie for me was also one of the first movies where i think it it had to have been my dad who was the first person who like explained to me movie production so the scene where they're digging the uh oozes zords out of the out of the dirt and he's drinking that cup that has the smoke coming out of it. That was the first time my dad like his was like, oh, that's dry ice. And he's not really drinking. He's he's faking it. Right. And so we watched it a couple of times. And yeah, he's definitely faking drinking it because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't drink dry ice. And that was one of the first times in my life where I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, movies aren't real. Yeah, that is a guy that's in costume. movie magic. And that was, I, even as a young kid, you know, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I'm so fascinated by the production of films. Not just how great movies are. But what goes into there making is magic it look that good. makes the stuff look look good. Sure, right. stuff that can't that isn't real. How do you make it look real, right? I want to talk about that real quick. That the the scene where uh, all the parents turn into zombies because of the ooze, and then they go to this construction place, right, to yeah. go find uh, his Zords, right? Yeah. Which he doesn't call them Zords; he calls them something else. But they're essentially Zords. Essentially, his version yeah. of Zords. So he doesn't give a sh- him Goldar. All the villains don't give a shit about these parents. They <laughs> say Bebop. go off, go off the cliff, right? Yeah. But yeah, why? Come off the cliff. If he's not so concerned about their safety and wants them to die afterwards, why do all of them have safety vests and hard hats when That's they are doing point. this? It's like he high. I'll tell you exactly why. He doesn't want them to die during the job. He needs them to finish the job. Okay. Right. When the job's done, now hop off that a cliff, sense. bitch. You know what's hella funny is uh, the kid Fred. Yeah. Uh, uh, his hat is an Air Jordan hat. Oh, was it? Oh, he yeah. was stunning. And the man. snapback has like a Jordan. Oh, that's fresh. That's Yo, he was fresh. fresh. I, need to, I need to find me one of those Jordan that hats. Kid was that fresh. Fresh. If you know one, hit me up. No, I see but you, you know how like he got that little like ooze jar. Yeah. And had it on the counter. Yep. Like you know when his dad walked in, his dad's first concern was like, "What is this? I'm gonna open it up now and, and stick taste my it and it's suck like, on it." And... I, I've never seen a parent that concerned of, of like, what my toy is. Yeah, I've had silly putty. My dad didn't give a fuck. No, but that, that, right when he got home, he was first like, thing he does is dig three heck? fingers in. No, that father was definitely sexually suppressed. He ain't getting none at home because he's he divorced. Straight up goes like this, <laughs> and then he turns I, into a zombie. Um, I I will say there was a scene cut out. Uh, where it was supposed to be Bulk and Skull who were handing out the ooze to kids. Was That's it? why Bulk and Skull are with the kids at the end of the fight scene, is because oh. the whole thing was ooze convinces them. So there was a whole cutout scene where Bulk and Skull are answering like a want ad in the newspaper for good-looking, smart people to work for Ivan Ooze. And uh, Skull is like, oh, I'm smart, and Bulk is like, and I'm pretty. So they go and work for Ivan Ooze, handing out Ooze to all these kids, not knowing what they're doing. When they find out later that the Ooze is brainwashing adults, that's when they pair with the kids to help fight and save the adults. Jesus. And also, so fucking which funny. also leads to my favorite line in the entire fucking movie, which comes at like minute 138, which is when they're doing the fireworks to Van Halen, also a great fucking ending, and it says, thank you, Power Rangers. And Bulk and Skull go, Thank you, Power Rangers. Because like, they thought they were the heroes. So that means to me, this entire movie, Bulk and Skull have no idea 
what's happening behind them. It's just them like, yeah, we saved the parents. Now they're throwing us a parade. Now we're the heroes. Now we've been redeemed. They have no idea. I just would love to see this movie. Instead of going to Ninjago Planet, I want to see what the fuck Bulk and Skull are doing do like the a, entire time. Bro, if you think about it, it's like Timon and Pumbaa with Lion King one and a half. Like, oh, that's, yes, yes, that's they need, right. They need to do a Power Ranger Rangers one, one and, and a half. half to see their first. Power Rangers one and a half needs to happen. <laughs> you I will. Both of like these actors still movie. Power Rangers. Yo, how come they can't just make them Power Rangers? I'm down to see Bulk in a Power Ranger costume. Well, I think at one point they did get power coins. I hope so because if Mighty Morphin. There is like a like a recently new thing that I saw on YouTube. Where yeah, I think because um, they're still involved. Them, There's right. both of them are still. This if, has become their career. If not the most recent iteration of Power Rangers, then maybe the second to last one. But they are still involved in the Power Ranger TV show. It's, Skull was he took over like the Ernie role, where Ernie was like the guy who ran the juice bar where everybody hung out. That's what like Bulk and Skull do now. That's crazy. They're running, and that's why you keep saying they're that like they the adults, are the owners of that smoothie bar. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and and I I may not have it completely correct, but I believe. In one of the later seasons, they are like the Ernie of the Power Rangers, who was supposed to be in this movie, right. which wouldn't make sense because um, like, we don't see any... The Angel Grove we see in the TV shows is not the Angel Grove we see in the movies because right. it was filmed in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, they wanted to have Ernie there, but they didn't have time to build him. He was not going to be at a juice bar anymore. He was going to be at uh, like a roller rink or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't end up working out for him. But uh, yeah, they really had intentions to bring everyone involved in the show into this movie. What's your guys' views on like how they did Zordon with him like aging? You know, he looked better dying than he did alive. Because yeah. Zordon uh, he naturally, like he looks so puffy. Yeah. He looks like he's having an allergic reaction. And so <laughs> when he was dying on his deathbed, if he you can call like it a, a deathbed, he looked like an old uncle that I really <laughs> felt for. But when he's just a floating so, face, I can't really connect with the floating face right. rather than like a person lying he down. He kind of looked like Senator Palpatine. Oh, I actually yeah. I did make a mental note of yeah. that. He does look like Senator Palpatine. Um, two things I want to say about Zordon. One, Zordon out of the tube, laying on the crystals, for a long time when I was a kid, is how I imagined God. Yeah, I, I can see like that. Zordon, yeah. not like dying, but like that old wrinkly man in the in like a robe. That's right. how I imagined. You God might be for the first time. person in the world to imagine male version of God. Without a beard. Because <laughs> you yeah. could ask anyone, they think that God looks like yeah, Santa Claus when, with straight hair. When I was a kid growing up, God didn't have a beard. Jesus did, but God didn't have a beard as a kid growing up. Now it's all fucking nonsense anyways. Anyways. Um, Damn, dude. But I think the Brian Cranston Zordon. That was tight, though. Oh, I, I do I have like a fun that. fact before we deep uh, Is dig it about into that. Billy's name? Yeah, Billy Cranston got his, was named after Brian Cranston, who was, did right. some of the original voiceovers in the That's original so series, which he is did, crazy. He did three villains. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston. Who did he do? Um, fuck, I can't think of him now. But one of them was, I believe, that pig episode I was talking about, right. where he eats the people and gets the tattoo of the Power Rangers on his stomach. I believe that pig was Brian Cranston. Okay, wasn't Brian Cranston the one that said those rude things though to um, the original Blue Ranger? Really? I, I don't know. Okay, that's I'm, quite a statement, okay, though. Call, that's man. huge. Delete that. That's right. huge. Uh, big. I will, no, that. no, we don't have to delete it. We'll just add this. Big if true. Bi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big if, if true. true. Um. I know he was also, like, besides just doing voiceovers for the show, apparently he was pretty involved in, like, making the show a thing in America. At the time, he was a voiceover actor and trying to make his credits, but was involved in, like, the production of the show. That's why they named one of the characters after him, is because not just because he did voiceover. He was really heavily involved in, like, why the show became part of wow. America. So when it became a movie and they came to him, he, it was a no-brainer. I mean, especially at the time that they got Brian Cranston in 2017, that's maybe the height of his career. 
Oh right. yeah. Po- post Breaking Bad, like that that truly was Brian Cranston's height of his career. And then to take a role like Zordon, yeah. that's just because you care about the franchise. Yeah. Do you remember how Zordon looked in the twenty seventeen one? He looked like Brian Cranston. Like, he, like those like toy things. Exactly. Like the push. needle things yes. that you put on like your hand. Which I think yeah. is better. I think it was that's better a, than the good, floating head. Well, it's cool too how he was able to like move. Yeah, exactly. The floating head in the show though looked better than the floating head in the movie. Which I, makes no sense. I wasn't a yeah. fan of Alpha in the 2017. Really? Do you I, know who that's voiced by? Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, I wish I they did like a, like a, how he was like in the show. Both, Robotic. Both this, uh, what I wish this Alpha, and I don't, I, I, I think I wish the same thing about that Alpha 5 as well, was I wish they would almost do like an R2-D2 in Revenge of the Clones, or Attack of the Clones, where suddenly R2 has like jetpack and like a taser, and all of a sudden he has like all the shit that we've never seen before or ever again. Right. <laughs> Let's make this pacifist robot yeah. not pacifist just anymore. Just all of a sudden, R2-D2 is just flying across the sky and like is like tasing, tasing people. people. Like I want I want to see Alpha 5. Dude. Like when Alpha 5 got the shit kicked out of him by Ivan Ooze. Was like, she that taser? Zero fight. How come Alpha has zero defensive you measures? You would think Zordon would give him some pepper spray Alpha or some shit. Alpha has zero defensive measures? That's unbelievable. But I want to get back to this. You did not like Bill Hader's version? Mm-mm. No, It's not I, Bill Hader. No. It's the character. It's the, that I, version looked gross. I just didn't like the way he looked. Oh, aesthetically. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, get I feel like I get was, they just made him look too weird. I, I, I am super torn about the 2017 suits as well. Oh, no. All dope. I think all dope. Maybe it's the helmets and that, it, again, maybe it comes back down to the visors. But I think the original helmets, even in this suit, the helmets are perfect. Yeah, I, the I, suits on the, the 95 were fucking fire. They're solid. so they phenomenal. Solid. But what are I your thoughts on the 2017 one? I don't like CGI uniforms. Same problem I have with Green Lantern. Mm, yeah, was I, it was it all? It wasn't all CGI though. Those, right? I'm pretty sure. Not I know all of this it. with the chess piece, like how it had the galaxy effect with CGI. But I think most of it was practical, unless they were fighting because like you can't move that good in those kind of suits. But I don't know if they can move that good. Period. Now I don't know. I kind of like the design. I don't think they got uh, MMA fighters and gymnasts. 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 <laughs> gymnasts. I don't know why. Dude. I don't think they got MMA fighters and gymnasts for the 2017 film. I think they got actors and actresses. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. So, oh, yeah. so, so the priorities were different right. in this movie. Yeah. In the in the set in the later movie. Well, they had the technology to like, okay, we could have the a physical actor like a stuntman in these suits, and if when the mask comes off, we have the technology to kind of like. Make it so it's actually... They had that technology in 95. Uh, yeah, but did they want to spend the money on that or the ooze, <laughs> right? So I, I, I've i said this before. I like to base how much I like a movie on how much it... How hard I get. On the blood flowing through my dick. <laughs> I like to base it off of like how much it sparks emotion within me, right? right? Like if I turn everything else off and I'm just watching it to be entertained... That's how I know I like the 2017 one. Regardless of how like CGI the Really? The the it's I'm going to be real vulnerable right now. Almost cried, but I didn't because my mom was in the kitchen with me when I was watching. I almost cried when Billy was like just laying. Almost fucking died. Yeah. I I think this one has a little bit more uh I think 95 had a good chance as far as dive like as far as conveying some sort of emotion if they dive they were hinting so much with Tommy and Kimberly's relationship. They, I wish there was but, more. But they couldn't. Yeah, and but then because Zordon, was, they couldn't. Like they could have yep. dived more into Zordon and to uh, get some of more emotion. Kimberly's but. and Tommy's uh, nonverbal interactions was the most. Even the, it was just too subtle of foreplay. Like right. y'all are just really I fucking each other. Hold hands. Right. Something they kiss on the show. Even when they kiss on the show, 
peck because it's a kid's show. Right. You can't show a smooch. Right. But I, I wish full frontal nudity. when there's a movie and you have an hour and a half to develop the characters. They could have cut out that, that skeleton fight and added a little more exposition, a little more dialogue. I would have loved some sort of like how they did with uh, the 17 movie uh, with causing conflict within the group. Like if Rocky and yes. Tommy had some sort of leadership for conflict, sure. that would have sure. been like epic. Yes. But I, I wanted to see that. Yeah. I want to see more development of the characters. Right. Like who are these people? Because you don't, I don't know anything about yeah. the Aisha. If I, to, if I already just watched the movie without watching the show, right. I don't know anything about these. Rangers. You don't know anything yeah. about Aisha if you watch the show. Because yeah, she just felt new. like everyone was following Tommy, which is like, I get he's the leader, but it's just like, did you ever find it weird that Tommy just came in and took over? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always thought it was kind of interesting how Tommy came in here and was like, I'm not just going to take over the group. But I'm also going to fuck your girl. And well, just see, like... Okay, so I, I don't... I, like, I'm a fan of Power Rangers, but I don't remember, like, did Jason and Kimberly have a thing? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, dude. 100%. Kimberly fr- just it was, throwing it out it around, man. It was the Red Ranger and the Pink Ranger. And then, and then that was even one of, like, the first reason when the Green Ranger first shows up and Tommy is just a kid at school, Kimberly, like, immediately... Has eyes for him, right, and Jason doesn't like him because of that. Oh man, like, no! I'm I will kill a man for Kimberly, dude. Geez. I would come on, or would don't you no. corner me oh, like that? Oh, or would you so. quit the show and let someone else take your role? Oh, mm. how bad you love her, huh? Wait, quit the <laughs> maybe, show? Yeah, maybe you can't stand seeing her with another guy, nope. so you're just like, I'm out. I'm a fighter. No, I'm not gonna be like. You don't fine. think Austin Saint John girl. is a fighter? You think he's you think he's a rollover kind of guy? The fool came out with the karate book, dude. <laughs> That guy runs a dojo. He has like, um, both him and Jason David Frank have very successful dojos. Uh-huh. You know what's crazy? All these guys are like making money off just, cosplay, just I mean, yeah. like Comic Cons. You mentioned anime. Mm-hmm. Adam is very big in anime. I he know, does a lot of voiceovers and, yeah. and anime stuff. So maybe that's another way to get you into anime is look for one of the ones that he's done. And then at least you can be like, that's Adam's voice. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, for you listeners out there, the. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who didn't hear what we were talking uh, about two hours ago? Chris uh, is dipping his toes in uh, anime. And I'm thinking yeah. about it. Um, yes, dude. I'm you... looking at the pool. I haven't put my trunks on, but I'm looking at yeah. the anime pool. No, put your trunks on. I think it's about time yeah. that you you under you understand that there's chlorine in there. Yeah, so yeah. all this stuff I'll that you don't like in the pool. Area. Yeah. Uh, but the kids' area, I think, is what's going to make me not like the pool. Yeah, I'm not saying go into the eight-foot yeah, deep yeah. section of the pool. Is there a four-foot <laughs> waiter area? But you know. Like, you could definitely sit on the beach chair that is, you know. That's in the water a little bit? Yeah, get a tan real okay. quick. Those get- Marvel animes seemed kind of cool. Yeah, dude. Did I see Captain America? Um, I I'd see a Captain America anime. Is that a thing? I think it's a thing, actually. But I want to watch, like, an anime that's straight up in Japanese. Uh, but you can't jump to level 10 first. I, I mean, I, well, you I, maybe I already started with the one that we watched last night. So. What's it called? In Power the Garden? Rangers? Yeah, it's something... It was a super weird. Jules in what it was sense? Super weird. It's just beautiful. It was like the way, like I, I talked to you before. Just... There's been a couple of movies um, that have been adaptations of anime films, mm-hmm. right? I, uh-huh. And uh, what was that one with John Boyega and uh, 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 the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Tight, uh, not Titan. Attack on Titan? Uh, no. Wait, what are you talking about? It was a big movie with uh, also big robots fighting deep sea monsters. Uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Uh, that's based on an anime, correct? Or a uh, or a manga? Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I believe that's based on a on a Japanese um, well, thing. 
And I and I remember watching that thinking to myself, I bet you this in a cartoon would look better. Not Gundam. Check out Gundam. Maybe I've, you're thinking Gundam. They just built a real Gundam, bro. Did you see that? No. They I, built a real 60-foot Gundam in Japan that I, fucking walks. I saw that. Japan doing everything, dude. I they a, don't need that. My buddy who's a toy photographer, his, his name is Adam, he told me to start watching Ghibli is that oh, the one with the big rabbit? Um, yeah, there's he Ghibli is a studio where they have a bunch of different uh, anime movies, and there's like um, the Moon's rabbit. Howling Ca- Castle. Uh-huh. There's a uh, Ponyo. The illustration is beautiful, and the that's message what he told is great. Me. I think that's actually a good place to to dip your toes. Which in. one would you like? Um, which one that pops up to you? That's like any of them, dude. Honestly, I don't think I don't think there. Should you don't, we sign up for Crunchyroll? Um, I funny story. I've been paying for Crunchyroll for two years without knowing it. <gasps> is that like a Netflix for anime? Yeah. Crunchy. Because, you know, it was one of those hidden things where I signed up for like a two-week trial and oh, I forgot and it about just it. Going. And I was like, what? It's, it's like, like nine seven, bucks a month nine, for yeah. two years. God. So I just lost like $250 for anime that I didn't that is, Can you Venmo Christian, not only $6, but now $250? Yes. Um, Venmo me at Christian hyphen Baltazar. Let's finish up. Power Rangers movies before we get lost in anime. Yes, talk. Yes. Yes, 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 um, yes, 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 yes. I have maybe one or two things left to say. Uh, Chris, do you have anything, any big important things you want to bring up? Because this was your movie, is there any important topic? I have, I have a question outside. It's like within the Power Ranger world, sure. but outside. Were you guys a fan of any other Power Ranger series outside of Mighty Morphin? I lost it. I liked, okay, so I was a big fan. I was super into Mighty Morphin. Uh, when they switched over to ninja, to like the ninja one, I was still into Mighty Morphin. Zeo was a big fan. Dino Thunder. I watched Turbo. Oh, Hang on, let's wait your turn, okay? I <laughs> yeah, watched Turbo, yeah. uh, the movie Power Rangers, the movie Turbo. Yeah. Did not watch the Turbo series. I believe right after Turbo. Dino was- Thunder. <laughs> Let me fucking finish. I believe it was uh, ninja the, Storm. the PD. No, the Space <laughs> PD one. And SPD. Then after, SPD was Jungle Force. Then was Dino Thunder, which I watched every single episode because Tommy came back. Tommy For was Dino like th- not just their Zordon, but also their Gold Ranger, Black Ranger. Right, right. So he had a fairly big role. Uh, and then after Dino Thunder, that's when I, then they became like witches. And then like yeah, I, st- I lost all of it. I but think- I did come back when the Red Rangers battle was. And From they had all of the Red Rangers that there. That was a good one. That was pretty fucking dope. I. Uh- I watched up until like Wild Force. Wild Force, yeah. I only that watched was... anytime there was dinosaurs, I was in. Right. Anytime the Red Ranger or the Green Ranger was there, I was in. What's Wild Force? Wild Force is the one jungle creature. There was yeah. three of them. That and you was know the Red had... Ranger who like killed someone. Yeah, like that was him. That was him. So I have mixed feelings towards him. Like I don't Whoa, know. Hey, separate the artist from the art, dude. You gotta separate crazy. the artist from the art. Crazy. I want to. I want to go into that. What What did this Red Ranger do? How did he kill? I heard the it like he's like stab like with a sword or something what I could the be, fuck? was it the red ranger sword i could be wrong don't quote me yeah as much as i want to separate the art art from the artist yeah. if it was with the red ranger sword yeah. boy that, could you imagine that's not the message you want but to the thing spread? is too i know like i've seen some like comic illustrations and they still draw him up so i'm like there's there's a huge uh power ranger comic book um group because mm-hmm. they they really got a second coming in the comic books actually like and it's mighty morphin so hey, wait, has Alex popular. Ross done anything with Power Rangers? He's done some that'd be artwork, sick, dude. Oh, I don't. That'd maybe be it s- wasn't Alex Ross. 
He would be great. He, he does some really good art. I, I know we have that though. in common of, yeah. of a huge affinity for him. I just quickly pulled up. The actor's name is Uh-oh. Ricardo Medina Jr., best do? known for his role as a Red Ranger in Power Rangers Wild Force. In 2015, he pleaded guilty to murder of a gentleman by the name of Joshua Sutter. What happened? Uh, looks like they had gotten into an argument over his over Medina's then girlfriend, which turned physical and ended with Medina stabbing Sutter multiple times with a sword. That's so what the who the fuck just killed someone with a sword? It's not medieval times. Sentencing is scheduled for March 30th, 2015. He's facing up to six years in a state penitentiary. That's Only it? six for, for a sword? When you plead guilty, they oh. don't give you you never you don't get life when you plead guilty. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what the context is, or like deeper, deeper, crazy, like you know, dude. that one was a crazy rumor that went out, and then also the rumor that like how premeditated Saint, was it? Saint James Dread Ranger was a porn star. I heard that. That's not true. Not that con- guy just looks like him. Oh, that guy just, and then and it be, at the time of the internet and the pornos like coming out, like everyone had shot all over the place. But even that guy has has come out and says like that's not that's me. crazy. That sucks that's how like rumor spread so fast, especially now, dude. Like, well, now we have deep fakes like, and shit. You can almost like scary. put the photo up and be like, I have photo proof of it. That's why you almost can't believe your eyes anymore. Right. No, you can't, dude. Like technology is has reached a certain point where like now you could make someone look like someone they're not, right? You could or frame make someone people. do something they're you not. You can morph yes. into someone you're not. Way to bring oh, it back. Way to bring Chris it back. Boy. Do we uh Chris, can you do two things for us? Can you rate this film on a scale of 1 to 5 and can you tell us your best person on set? That's tough. I'm going to say I give it a 3. Out of wait, out of 5. Out of 5, four? yeah. Yeah, 3 out of 5. Okay. Best person on set award. I know I said it. I'm going to go with, man, that's, someone else go first. Okay. I, I, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Uh, three out of five, same, uh, because I still think it's, uh, of course, better than average because of right. all the nostalgia that it holds. Hmm. Um, because if you were someone that didn't know what the Power Rangers you wouldn't was like you would not like this. You can't. You could not sit through this. You couldn't even put it on in the background. You'll be like, okay, if right. if my kid likes this, then I'll leave it on. But since it was so nostalgic, and you want to see all that stuff, yeah, three out of five. Um, my best person on set will go to the actor that played Ivan, uh, Paul, Paul Freeman. Freeman. Yes, him, because he, in terms of acting chops, he was the most advanced there. I also think he's the most accredited actor. Also, I think he's got a BAFTA. Oh, he's got a bathtub. Shit. A BAFTA. A British oh, a bathtub. I was like, man, that's so that's good. He bathes. A um, bathtub. I honestly, I give this a four point five out of five. Mm. The only knock I have against it is the fact that it is very dated and a PG film and a kids film. Uh, but look, if you know the franchise, if you have any kind of connection to Power Rangers, you're gonna love this film. Right. Especially if you grew up in eighty five to ninety five. This is your holy grail. You know, boy, girl, anything in between. Yeah, everybody liked Power Rangers. Um, Chris, was that enough time for you to figure out um, yeah, something I, you gonna, should have known? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Black Ranger because I think it was just cool, you know, to see some sort of uh, representation back then. Even Adam though Park. it wasn't that much, but I, he did say one line that I was like, "Oh, fuck. oh!" When I'm he a was frog? upset, I'm a, yeah, and I was, was like, "Ad libbed." I know it's tight too because it's like, well, you can he, tell that story. His name is. Um, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, he that was, was ad libbed. He made up his ad-libbed. animal on the spot. No, the that like, reaction. I'm a frog. Oh, it was suppo- the, do you mind me? Yeah, no, go for it. Um, it was supposed to. 
uh, Dulcea was supposed to go down the row and like, and you are the crane and you are the this and you are the frog to lead strength and power. And he even told the director, he's like, what if like, I'm kind of sad that I'm a frog, right? Because it's kind of lame. One of the best moments of the movie, and arguably. Even he says the director like kind of fought it at first and they did like, they shot, apparently they would do like a page a day. This film went way over time. They would shoot like a scene a day and it would take forever. Um, so apparently when that came out, like it was at the end of the shoot day. Finally, the director's like, all right, fine. Let's let's work it out. Let's see what happens. Uh, and then Dulcea was able to come back with this like, yeah, of course you're a frog. The one that you kiss to make a handsome prince. And he's and like, happy. They were able to make it into, and I to me, even as a tight, kid, though. even yeah. as a kid, that was one of the most important parts of me. I mean, like, yeah, you got something shitty, but there is something right. good in it. That was the best. That was a, that was a cool moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Very cool moment. That was the most we get to know a character in this movie. Because other mm-hmm. than that, all we know is that Kimberly and Tommy bought a foot. We That's know a lot about Ooze. Yeah. Yeah. We know a lot about Ivan We Ooze. are in a lot. Of, I would have liked a flashback of Zordon and, and uh, Jules over there putting Ooze in that egg. Oh, yeah. That would I would have liked that as a flashback. Oh, yeah. That um, sick. My best person on set award since Christian coming off was... Um, oh, you said, oh, oh, do you want to go? You offered me and I was like, no, okay. before. I, right. When I was doing my love thing. You guys. Here's your opportunity to come back. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Jeff Pruitt. Who's is that, the, the producer? He's, he's the stunt coordinator. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, actually really you know, good. You gotta, he not only did the stunt coordination, but he also filmed quite a bit of this on his own without the cinematographer, without the director, and then was able to bring it. Not only is he the stunt coordinator, but he was the one who vehemently fought against having the visors open. Ah, uh, you are really adamant about so, this whole visor uh, open, visor closed. I, because thing. I believe the Power Rangers should. It's it's like Judge Dredd. You're not supposed to see his face. It barely happens in the 2017 one. It happens like it once happens. when I, Billy's like, "Oh my God, are you dead?" or some shit like that. It happens a couple of times. It, it doesn't ah. happen just once. It it happens a couple of times, and I think um, maybe the reasons why I don't like it is because like. Yeah, I just think, you know, when the Power Rangers are in there, like I said, like Judge Dredd, when you're wearing the suit, when you're wearing the uniform, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. When you're not in the suit, that's when we get to see the emotion. That's when we get to see what life is like mm-hmm. at home. Right. right? Yeah. And my same rebuttal for that is that there's still uh, kids that don't know who they are, which is why I think it's symbolic of like wearing the suit, right. being a warrior, and I get it. But showing the mask. And I, and I, and I see that. I, yeah. I, now I see it. I didn't go going into it. I didn't quite understand what the point was for it. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I, I do understand that. But um, but from if we're supposed to understand Power Rangers, like this is a reoccurring team that happens every couple of thousands of years, right? Yeah, they're like hardened warriors who who put like universal. They put Galacticus in a fucking egg, mm-hmm. essentially. So it's like Batman, kind of. It's like the symbol itself, rather than like exactly. focusing on them as an individual. Yeah. Would you want to see Bruce Wayne like in the middle of punching out the Joker, pull his mask off just so he can cry? Actually, yes, because. Uh... This is where I'm coming from. Are you both? This you is where, too, Chris? Yes, dude. Where I'm coming from is that super, it's fucking awesome to look at these superheroes as people that you could look up to. But what is better for you to look up to them is when you can relate to them through emotion, through vulnerability. You're I'm telling more, me. But if yeah. a hero has a mask, if a hero has a mask, they're not supposed to show their emotions. I'm more, I lean more towards like the Tobey Maguire. Like the mask is still there, but it's just torn. Like I like stuff that's like. You don't see okay. the full thing, but you get a hint. That... I did like your thing earlier. You mentioned how if they had gotten a fight and the visor cracked, right? That would have been really. I I wanted to touch on that. Is if what if the visor had cracked, uh, and that's how they lost their powers? It was like they just got the shit beat out of them so badly that that's what broke their power and your powers, and that's why they had to go to a different planet to find. Also, another thing. Originally, it was filmed as they were looking for Dulcea as a warrior to come help them fight. Uh-huh. So they had to go back and redub all the times that they said we're looking for the ultimate power. 
they had to change it because uh, it was originally we we're looking for the Ultimate Warrior, uh, which oh, would have been shit. dope if it was actually Ultimate Warrior. Right quick, what was up? What's up with like Rita Repulsa's ugly ass voiceover? Could you, could you all the time? should we all try to movie, do though. her voice? Yes, as, as I think that's a good way to sign off. Now, after ten thousand years, I'm free. Damn, that was good. Why am I in a snow globe? I don't know. That's that's, that's her in a snow globe. Not a line she says. <laughs> Why am I in a snow globe? I'm Rita Repulsa. I'm in a I actually don't know if she ever says her full Damn, name. No, she yeah. doesn't say that. But she's like, like even in the show, I don't think she ever says. I'm Peter Repulsa. Okay, Chris, you can't just prompt <laughs> us like that shit, dude. Yeah, like man. We won't forget two minutes ago. Oh, uh, check out our highly irrelevant episode. Chris does improv. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's fun time, guys. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, dude? You better do it. Rita impression. Uh, this is- <laughs> 10 out of 10 dude perfect I think that's, that's how we'll end it alright um, Christopher Perry thank you yeah. for being a thank you guys very for special guest as always in the Tuesday episode and you know all of our shit Chris yeah, yeah. Perry uh, CCF I don't remember your things uh, you can follow the business page Classic City Films yeah. or if you want to see some creative toy photography at the creative chip that's right yep. and if you want to just like look at his pretty face uh, you can't, cause I'm looking at it. Honestly, <laughs> if you go into the deeper archives of his Instagram, you might see a shirtless photo. And Wait, really? on that note, honestly, where's my phone? When I first met Chris, one of the first it Facebook photos I saw. It can't be that bad. No, it can't be that bad. All right, no. peace. <laughs>